0: good afternoon and welcome to another episode of the everyday recovery podcast my name is jim lang i'm the senior vice president and director of men's addiction recovery here at america's keswick and each week we just want to bring you a a devotion that gives you a glimpse into uh, the curriculum and some of the topics that we that we talk about with our residents here at the colony of mercy and at barbara's place in our addiction recovery programs and this past week at the colony uh, we, we talked about idolatry we talked about idols of the heart and, and how when we chase after the the idols uh, of our heart uh, we find ourselves just steeped in sin and, and really uh, when you look at idolatry in the Bible and you can look in the Old Testament the idolatry has a lot to do with with just crude idol worship with worshiping graven images of, of inanimate objects or, or animals and and so when 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 you talk to someone these days about idolatry, we, we kind of almost think, well, we don't have a, a problem with idolatry. We don't uh, do that anymore. But, but idolatry is still very relevant today as we look to things in our lives, whether it's our jobs or our bank accounts or even our spouses or our children. When we look to those things uh, to bear the weight of, of our love and acceptance, of our safety and security and our meaning and purpose. Uh, all those things we are supposed to find in God and God alone. And so a lot of times the idols that we have in our life are actually good things. They're, they're good gifts that God, God has given us. And we've taken a good gift and we've make it, made it an ultimate thing. And so I, I take what, what is good and what God has given me, and I place on that object or I place on that person uh, meaning and purpose for my life, love and acceptance for my life, for safety and security for my life, and, and that thing just isn't able to bear the weight of that, and so we find ourselves in, in trouble. And Take us to First Kings 18, and, and it's this story uh, of Elijah at Mount Carmel, and, and it's kind of Yahweh versus the prophets of Baal, of Baal, which was a, uh, an idol that the people worshipped And so we pick up the story in verse 20 of 1 Kings 18, and it says, So Ahab summoned all the Israelites and gathered the prophets at Mount Carmel. Then Elijah approached all the people and said, How long will you waver between two opinions? If if the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, follow him. But the people didn't answer him a word. And so Elijah... It's calling out the people of Israel. Like, are you going to follow the Lord? Are you going to follow Yahweh? Or are you going to follow the idols of your heart? Are you going to fo- uh, uh, follow the idols of the pagan people in the area? And so the people didn't answer him a word. Verse 22 then says, Then Elijah said to the people, I am the only remaining prophet of the Lord, but Baal's prophets are 450 men. Let two bulls be given to us, They are to choose one bull for themselves, cut it in pieces, and place it on the wood, but not light the fire. I will prepare the other bull and place it on the wood, but not light the fire. Then you will call on the name of your God, and I will call on the name of the Lord, the God who answers with fire. He is God. And all the people answered, that is fine. So Elijah is setting up this showdown uh, between Yahweh and Baal. to to show the people who truly is God, who can bear the weight of their love and acceptance, safety and security, meaning and purpose. Verse 25, Then Elijah said to the prophets of Baal, Since you are so numerous, choose for yourselves one bull and prepare it first. Then call on the name of your God, but don't light the fire. So they took the bull that he gave them, prepared it and called on the name of Baal from morning until noon saying, Baal, answer us. But there was no sound. No one answered. Then they danced around the altar they had made. At noon, Elijah mocked them. He said, shout loudly, for he's a god. Maybe he's thinking it over. Maybe he's wandered away, or maybe he's on the road. Perhaps he's sleeping and will wake up. They shouted loudly and cut themselves with knives and spears according to their custom. Until blood gushed all over them, and so you see the futility of these people trying to to worship a god who is not a god at all. And and I th- this verse here, I think it's such an important verse for un- to understand because when we look for things in our lives to be ultimate things, when we make our job, when we make our career, when we make uh, our bank account the ultimate thing in our life that we're trying to uh, find our meaning and purpose, our love and acceptance, safety, security in, it will always require more from us. It will always make us bleed. You see, you see them here. It says they, they shouted loudly and cut themselves with knives and spears according to their custom until blood gushed over them. Idols always take from you. Idols always make promises that it can, that it can never fulfill. And that's what you see in this story is that Baal could not do uh, what was being asked of him because he's no God at all. And instead it requires that the people are cutting themselves until they bleed for this idol. And we do the same thing in in our lives. We will sacrifice our peace and our rest uh, for, for our idols. We will sacrifice time with family for our idols. And it'll take from us and take from us and take from us. Uh, All afternoon they kept raving until offering of the evening sacrifice, but there was no sound, no one answered, no one paid attention. Then Elijah said to all the people, come near me. So all the people approached him. Then he repaired the Lord's altar that had been torn down. Elijah took 12 stones according to the number of the tribes of the son of Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord had come, saying, Israel will be your name. And he built an altar with the stones in the name of the Lord. Then he made a trench around the altar large enough to hold about four gallons. Next, he arranged the wood, cut up the bowl, and placed it on the wood. He said, fill four pots with water and pour it on the offering to be burned on the wood. Then he said a second time, and they did it a second time. Then he said a third time, and they did it a third time. So water ran all around the altar. He even filled the trench with water. At the time for the offering, the evening sacrifice, the prophet Elijah approached the altar and said, "Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, today let it be known that you are God in Israel, and I am your servant, and that your word I have done all these things. Answer me, Lord. Answer me, so that this people will know that you, the Lord, are God, and that you have turned and that you have turned their back their hearts back." Then the Lord's fire fell and consumed the burnt offering, the wood, the stones, and the dust, and it licked up the water that was in the trench. When all the people saw it, they fell face down and said, the Lord, he is gone. The Lord, he is gone. And so it is only God who is sufficient to fill those longings of our heart. We all have these yearnings uh, deep within us, every single one of us. We are all searching for love and acceptance. We are all searching For meaning and purpose. We are all searching for safety and security, and and those things can only be found in our Creator. He's the only one that's able to satisfy us, and He's the one who bleeds for us. Uh, Our idols, they cause us to bleed. They take from us. Uh, Our God, uh, in, in restoring relationship with us, became a man and hung on a cross and bled for us, he is sufficient to, to fill those needs in your life. Hope that you've enjoyed this devotional devotional. If you or anyone you know is struggling with addiction, I'd love to speak with you. You can give me a call, 732-350-1187. I'm extension 1041. And you have a great day.